0: You know, it, it's it's great that you mentioned caucus, because I do believe, you know, I've been active in the in the industry for about 20 years now. And and it's always underrated the impact of, you know, us getting our act together as independents, discussing the issues and then going as a concerted effort to Washington and making that impact known. Uh, I I see again and again comments back from state representatives and governing Uh, personnel who are always impressed with uh, the people who come from the American Rental Association and again being in front of all the issues that might be uh, coming down the road for the membership so no question the value on the caucus I'd love love to continue to promote that if we can we have to think of something uh, where peer groups could get active more with that. But, and it's, um, not
1: just the, uh, it's not just on the national level. You'll see a lot of issues on the state level that, uh, yeah. that ARA has taken up uh, with the members and gone through and, and fought for property taxes and, and different mm. issues and have been very successful in, in helping our members in those states.
0: Welcome to Peer Talk, a dialogue with business owners just like you. Peer Talk conversations run the gamut of business challenges facing owners today. The host of Peer Talk is Dan Crowley, founder and owner of Peer Executive Groups, which provides a safe space for owners to share their experience, grow their businesses, and learn from their peers. Hi, this is Dan Crowley. We have a number of great owners in our peer group network, just like you, and our job is to give you a voice here on Peer Talk. Today's podcast has. Robert Pedersen as a guest. He is the president, owner of A Toolshed Equipment Rentals out of Northern California. They have about eight locations in Northern California and they have been in operation for 78 years at least. Um, Robert is the recent nominee for president of the ARA. Hi, this is Dan Crowley and we are here with another edition of Peer Talk. And today we are uh, very happy to have Robert H. Peterson here from A Tool Shed. And uh, Robert is um, soon to be, fingers crossed here, president-elect for the ARA. And uh, we're going to talk today about ARA volunteer leadership and what that means and how that's structured. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about where we think the industry might be headed and how the ARA is gonna be participating in that going forward. So welcome to the program, Robert. Thank you, Dan, great to be here. So Robert, you at A-Tool Shed, why don't you walk us through your organization, where it's located, how many locations, a little bit on the history.
1: Sure, Um, A-Tool Shed uh, started in 1945 by my uh, maternal grandfather and grandmother uh, back in Sunnyvale, California. Um, Started out as a white elephant sales, uh, kind of a army surplus um, uh, store that they started out with, but uh, didn't last long. I think it was about two years into it. He started building concrete mixers out of um, axles from trucks and cars and washing machines. Uh, and a uh, little Briggs engine on them and started running those to people that needed them. And it kind of grew from there and changed into um, a tool shed equipment rentals uh, at that point. Um, I'm the third-generation owner, and I've got two children currently in the business, my son Rob and my daughter Megan, that are, well, the fourth generation uh, running oh the Oh, my
0: business. goodness.
1: So we have uh, <laughs> eight locations. We're located in Silicon Valley area of California. So anywhere from Greenfield um, down by King City, uh, Salinas up to Santa Clara, Campbell, uh, that area. So kind of spread out throughout Silicon Valley, Monterey uh, County, Santa Clara County, San Benito County.
0: Outstanding! Wow, good coverage. Yeah. So your organization, what? Describe a little bit about your tool and equipment rental side. You know what is your typical category of assets look like, your inventory? Um, how big do you go? Do you have everything uh, that a construction company would need?
1: We do uh, we have most things now, we don't go to the really large stuff and try and compete on the on the large scale, but we go up to sixty foot booms, uh, uh, forward reach uh, lifts, uh, five yard dump trucks, a lot of skid steers, track and and wheeled skid steers. Um, all the way down to trailers and homeowner equipment. A lot of battery-powered homeowner equipment now. <laughs> used to be used to be electric. I mean, uh, gas. Yeah, most about it. it. You know, most of it's changing to electric. So um, we do have a lot of homeowner tools still.
0: Excellent. Well, and again, you're in a market in California where you know obviously you lead the the way for the rest of the country when it comes to what's happening with um, compliance as well as uh, the equipment and the developments that take place in equipment. So uh, we appreciate you. I know you're, you've are you been in peer groups for a while, and um, uh, obviously we value the California membership uh, for that reason, if not a, mi- a bunch of different reasons. But today we're here to talk about uh, ARA volunteer leadership. And I think it's important um, as we continue to grow as peer executive groups, we are running across a number of non-ARA members, um, as well as ARA members who might not be familiar with the structure and the leadership structure, specifically as it comes from volunteers. So I've always been uh, amazed at the association and the Direct involvement with membership and how membership participates. So, why don't you walk us through a little bit of the executive committee structure and how that works, and your terms and things like that?
1: Sure. Um, the executive committee um, is made up of the president-elect, president, chairman of the board, and then two other uh, appointed uh, members from appointed by the president for that for that year for that one year that the president is, is president. Um, the president-elect, president, and chairman of the board—you uh, start as president-elect, and it's a three-year commitment. So you flow through one chair to the next um, until your until your term is up. Uh, usually, to do that, you will have had to serve three years as a SIG chair or three years on the board previous to uh, being uh, nominated to to be on the uh, the executive committee. Um, and then, if you're chosen to move into the president-elects uh, seat, so uh, that's kind of how the
0: that that's structured. Excellent. And you guys provide direction with your meetings to the CEO of the organization. is that correct?
1: That is correct. yeah, the board, the board itself um, is is the primary um, leader as far as, uh, pushing uh, initiatives and things like that, and then the executive committee is kind of the follow through with the CEO to make sure mm. that things are being are being done. And the CEO obviously oversees the staff to make sure it's done correctly.
0: Excellent. And yeah, we've had a nice inside view on that inside peer executive groups with obviously a number of members serving on that leadership committee uh, on the executive committee, especially I I consider and think about the uh, the period of of um, COVID-19 when um, we had uh, Beth Hoff Blackmere very active. And trying to uh, hold the ship steady as that we were going through that period. Um, also, I do know, obviously, as the American Rail Association is kind of covering both the tool and equipment side as well as the party and event side. And you and I spoke previously about uh, the SIG. So why don't we talk about the special interest groups?
1: Sure. There's uh, there's two special interest groups. One is on the equipment side, and one's on the event side. Um, and within those, with the chair position um is is a three-year commitment and uh then underneath them they have a committee that they work with of members uh and those those specific groups come up with um ideas and things that they feed to the board for approval and then for follow-up uh to make sure that they're they're done some of the things that have come out of that is the uh, um on the event side the um tent um, ballasting program mm-hmm. that has come out of that. On the construction side, we have a couple of new uh, certification classes that have come out of that. So there's there's lots of stuff that, that goes through those committees that could, comes out and actual
0: programs uh, for the members. Dynamite. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me of our customer council where we have representation on our 23 groups. And I do know that um, a number of peer group members okay. who are on that SIG <laughs> committee, uh, they they have mentioned like, hey, it feels like a peer group, you know, so they're able to talk openly about issues facing the industry specifically in their, their sect of rental, which is excellent. Um, and then obviously, I've had a chance to get out into uh, the United States and visit different um, state associations, and I'm always amazed at how different they are, but yet, you know the commitments levels are amazing uh things like area of florida and uh you know some of the some of the great ones i've been to i love um area of washington and some some different ones like that tell us about the structure uh from the overall board standpoint and how that involves regions
1: yeah there's 10 regions across the united states including canada region 10 is canada um, and they, they're broken up across the country, and there's several states within each, uh, each region. Um, and each region has a regional director. Uh, again, it's a three-year term. They are elected uh, by the members uh, through the slate process. Uh, they're, they're nominated by the, the nominating committee. Um, they usually have served um, on the state level at some, at some point, whether they were you know, a, a state board member or something like that, or they've gone to leadership in November, the ARA does a leadership uh, program. Um, and they, you know, people that are, are interested can uh, be nominated from there. Interesting.
0: And how does that look? So I know, you know, John Scott, Dean Miller, some of these guys, they get out and they're, you know, uh, representing a region and they're going to state association meetings. Is that basically it? They're creating a um kind of a glue point between those states by uh participating and visiting those states yeah that's
1: correct they oversee
0: okay. so the regional director
1: kind of oversees the state and local chapters within their region yeah. um so if, the, if the uh uh president uh of any of this the state or local uh, chapters has an issue or something like that they have somebody to call and talk to They they also try to to make sure that their their region the the states within their region are active and have enough volunteers and are doing things um, and working with the staff at ARA if they need help on on different things so Mm -hmm. and they will report back to the board. how their region is doing if there's any issues within their region if there's any resources that need to go to their region or if their region can offer anything to uh, the ARA membership as a whole
0: outstanding quite a spider web of support um, it's amazing and it again volunteer driven um really en- enjoy participating i know i've been able to get out to the states and speak um and i hope to continue doing that i'm heading up to minnesota in a couple of weeks here. So the initiatives from the ARA obviously um, come from the members, they identify uh, next steps, where to go, what should we be focused on as an organization, um, just like any other um, uh, administrative organization might be operating. What, what does that look like for those members who are not currently in uh, in the volunteer leadership mode what, what are some of the issues that you see coming up over the next years, especially considering that you are soon to be president-elect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hardest, Put you on the spot. <laughs> the hardest part thing is, is finding uh,
1: volunteers, people that are willing to um, give up their time away from their family and their business um, to volunteer to help the association at large. Um, we're constantly looking for for volunteers that are willing to, to, to do that. Um because it is a time commitment, mm-hmm. uh, not not that it's going to take up all your time, but it is time away from work and time away from family uh, mm-hmm. that, you're, that you're working towards the uh, the association. A uh, good good uh, example is caucus uh, that we mm-hmm. do in Washington, D.C. every year. You're there for you're in D.C. for three, four days. Uh, you spend three that whole time working actually very hard going to going around and visiting the, the representatives in the Senate and the House um, and going over the issues that ARA has has designated as concerns for the industry at as, as whole, mm-hmm. whether it be on the event side or the equipment side or both.
0: So, you know, it, it's it's great that you mentioned caucus, because I do believe, you know, I've been active in the in the industry for about 20 years now. And and it's always underrated the impact of us getting our act together as independents, discussing the issues, and then going as a concerted effort to Washington and making that impact known. Uh, I I see again and again comments back from state representatives and governing uh, personnel who are always impressed with uh, the people who come from the American Rental Association. And again, being in front of all the issues that might be uh, coming down the road for the membership. So no question the value on the caucus. I'd love love to continue to promote that if we can. We have to think of something uh, yeah. where peer groups could get active more with that. But and it's um, just the, uh, it's
1: not just on the national level. You'll see a lot of issues on the state level that uh, yeah. that ARA has taken up uh, with the members and gone through and and fought for property taxes and and different Mm -hmm. issues and have been very successful in, in helping our members in those states.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, just identifying some of the things in addition to the state level of activity that's going on, but identifying like, okay, what issues are we as operators facing and, you know, area has stepped up with a healthcare care solution the last couple of years. Um, you know, certainly uh, they've been active with um, cybersecurity and theft and trying to be on the front end of that. So I'm sure you guys on your committees are addressing like, hey, what can we do next? Right. Oh, yeah. Regarding those topics. Definitely. Definitely. Um, now, you have. um the other thing is you have uh, in the ARA they have job portals, they have HR assistance. One of the items that um, I'm always shocked people don't realize is the legal assistance around human resources that is available. Right? It's right. crazy. It's it's right on the website. You can get in touch with uh, you know a law firm that specifically handles HR issues. And uh, we have so many dialogues and conversations happening around that. Um, I hope that the members continue to, you know, get on that web onto the ARA website, ARARental.org, and check out uh, the benefits available. Right. What do you see as, um, you know, obviously we, we see Jeff Crado coming in, taking over from Steve Mao. What, what do you think Jeff's going to be focusing on in 24? What do you see as ARA's future issues the next year or two?
1: Oh, I, I don't, uh, I don't know what Jeff's going to focus on, but some of the issues are, is still definitely equipment electrification on the larger oh, yeah. scale. Um, you know, so that that's going to be um, on the equipment side. That's going to be a big one. I know we're currently working on a tent staking um, certification, uh, similar to we did that we did with the the other uh, ballasting. So the gotcha. tent mm-hmm. one's going to be coming out a lot of safety issues there's a lot of a lot of work around safety and certification um, on the ara's uh, part with the MUP certification that we're doing and now mm-hmm. we're doing the train the trainers so, so uh, equipment rolling companies that have gone through this can actually train their customers and and be compensated for it and use mm-hmm. the, uh, the ara's program as the uh, um, the industry standard let's put it that way and mm-hmm. that's what i shoot for is really making ARA's p- programs, getting them out there in front of people, and have them become the rental industry standard, so that mm. even Home and United Rentals and whoever else, not just the, not just the independents, but the big guys yeah. too, will adopt ARA's programs as a, as an industry standard and and use them going going forward. Um, mm-hmm. That's 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 what I where I see uh, ARA going uh, in the future.
0: Yeah, you know, and even the initiatives, like, I think they've recently done something with the professional driver, like education, trying to, um, you know, take that to the next step, what that might look like. We know the challenges from a peer group perspective involve employees and, you know, drivers um, that they need um, to be able to move the equipment and what's focused in terms of tent installation and the teams that they need to get out there. To to do the work, um, so for sure. Um, what, um, what? How do you feel about? Um, are there any concerns yet? Have there been conversations on the board level about the possible slowdown of uh, volume for the industry um, and preparedness for that? Is and any dialogue yet? I know the meetings right now. We're in September. Um, probably had a light summer, but um, I know that there has been. You know, concern around the economy. Um any talk of that happening on, on the uh, committee levels? Not really.
1: Um yeah. there, there hasn't there hasn't been yet. I mean, obviously everybody's following it on a different level. ARA did just uh, a couple months ago redid their um outlook, the ARA out uh, outlook. Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, that was outlook. adjusted. Yep.
1: Was adjusted. Um, mm-hmm. but uh it actually looks better. <laughs> Because of the way that it was uh, way that was perceived before with some of the numbers, so um, that was a good thing. So there mm-hmm. hasn't been a lot of discussion about an economic downturn. I, I think more of the focus is going to be on the election uh, coming up in 2024 on the national level than anything else, because that Better tends chip. to drive economic shift one way or sure. the other, depending on what's going to
0: happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, again, we try to work in lockstep with the ARA on uh, education and development of employees, uh, provide opportunities for owners to grow through the peer executive groups. So um, we do uh, value our partnership with, with the ARA as well. But we want to congratulate you again. I know it's a little premature, but I'm sure it's coming in the next What is it, like about a month you're going to find out or a couple of weeks? Uh, September 28th, the uh, the, the slate approval will be will be completed. I defy that a dark horse will rise up and take over your spot. So (laughs) I'm excited and uh, again, uh, looking forward to serving uh, you under your term. And uh, appreciate you being on the the show today and uh, looking forward to seeing you at your, uh, well, I won't actually be at your peer group meeting, but I hope you, that you enjoy it. Do you guys know where you're going for your peer group meeting? Uh, yeah, we're down in Long Beach um, uh, with Tony oh, Murray's place. Excellent. So we'll there American Park. Rentals. Yep. Shout out to American Rentals. We'll be hosting. Yep. Hopefully you'll have some fun in that, in that area. But, uh, oh, but we've
1: well, sure got something set up for us. <laughs>
0: Well, we appreciate you, Robert. And uh, thanks again and congratulations. And uh, we'll uh, check in with you soon.
1: Great. Thank you very much, Dan. It's been a pleasure.
0: You've been listening to Peer Talk from Peer Executive Groups, produced and directed by Noah Crowley and hosted by Dan Crowley. Subscribe to this podcast for notifications of future episodes of Peer Talk.